Thank you for listening to OTR All Three. It's your boy John back at it with another one. Uh, usually I say this at the end, but you know, remember to uh, like, follow, subscribe to the page. And if you're listening to this, I mess with y'all. I love y'all for real, for real. Again, I always gotta say thanks for the feedback. Today we're gonna pick up where on a conversation that I kind of had in Bulls, but I wanted to go more deeper into it, which was uh, in that episode I said that men, black men and black women need to have a reset button on relations or relationships. But today, like, I just kind of want to go into, like, not just say that black men and black women, but black men and black men and black women and black women. This is not to say that we haven't made great strides or that we're not a people. Like I said, I don't believe in the old saying that, you know, like the crab in a bucket and that we can't get along. But where I'm going to start out today is, and why I said that, it's from this, right? So, I'm at work, and I mean, I'm at the gym job, and this meshing dude came up to me. He's just like, hey, bro, I just want to ask you because, you know, we work together. He said, you know, because you're light-skinned, uh, did they pick on you? Right, and I looked at him like, nah, bro. Like, they didn't, and it, luckily there was another black dude there because how the conversation went. Uh, but I was like, nah, you know, I ain't never been picked on nothing like that. I was like, I did get tested. I said, you know, ultimately, like, sometimes like being light skinned, I feel like they treat you like the they treat you like the white boy in the neighborhood. But I get more benefits, you know what I mean? Uh, and what I told him, I was like, when it comes, and this is where the conversation's gonna come from. I'm also, let me put this out there too. If you're looking for something linear in this one, you're not about to get it. You know what I mean? Like, this is again one of the conversations I kind of wanted to duck. But, uh, getting back to it. So, we were trying to break break stuff down to him. And, all right, the best way I could put it, or one of the examples that I gave him, is that, you know, say if it's a group of black dudes and we work together, at least I know for me. So, if we work together, you know, like, I'm not necessarily just going to approach the dude and be like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? I'm going to watch him, test the waters, stuff like that. I kind of got to get a feel for him before I start speaking. And as I said this, the other black dude, we work together now. He's from, uh, he from Tulsa. So we from two different areas, two different things. And he seconded that. He was like, yeah, bro. Like, when somebody come, we don't just we don't just say what's up to him. Like, because we got to know. We got to understand. Are you one of us or are you just? You know, in essence, do you look like this, right? And that's kind of like this thing with, uh, I want to say within a culture that needs to change within this essence, right? It's how we how we respond to each other, how we act with one another. I mean, one of the things that I do now is I try to go about my way to acknowledge black, like another black man, for sure, for sure. Black women too, though. But what I'm saying, like I said, when this one, we're going to talk about the males. And part of me feels like, you know, like, one of our things is being seen, being acknowledged. Because in a society, I feel like, like, we, we're seen, right? People see us, but they don't really look at us. Hence why we got, like, these problems. So we, we're a marginalized group of people, so we don't feel like people see us. I believe that that's why, like, in, in essence, we do things to seek attention. It's not just that we're chasing symbols of freedom or anything like that. It's a simple fact that we've been overlooked for so long that it's kind of like, hey, we don't do this and make you look at us. So what I try to do is I acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, black dude? I also try to go out my way to speak anyway, just because with all the stuff that's going on, for sure, for sure, the animosity got to leave. For sure, for sure, we don't need to be beefing with each other. And again, I see. I got to make sure you're okay. Because on the flip side of this, which makes it funny, is if something pops off, 
we look for each other and it be like, bro, you good. Like, we don't have to say it. It's kind of like that nod or that look like, bro, okay, we gonna make it at home. I don't know what the rest of these people gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the joke is, you know, black people, we gonna, and in certain situations, we gonna run from the problem, let white people run to the problem and get their ass ate up or something like that. You know what I mean? But this kind of like test that we do, like I said, I understand the the kind of that mentality that all skin and kin, I get all of that, right? But in some way, some could we even did it. Like, I bring this up too, like, have you, I don't know about y'all, but have you ever really tried to explain the culture to somebody? Explain some of the things that are cultural norms to us, but not to the rest of the world, or, like, the rest of the world don't get it. Like I said, when I tell people, like, because this isn't the first time I had that conversation about, like, hey, you know, when another black person come to work, or when we see each other in certain social settings, we won't speak for a second. We have to test the waters. And they're like, why? Like, why wouldn't you do that? So, just like if we talked about block banking, gang bang culture, uh, what else? It's a few things of this nature that when you get to describe it to another group of people who are raised different or culturally different or anything like that, like saying it out loud sounds stupid. But then again, it 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 makes sense to us. Like I understand. You know what I mean? Like on the flip side, like or not on the flip side. But I was just talking to my partner just to give you another example of what I mean. We was talking about, because uh, he did his bid, got out, now he's straight laced. I ain't gonna necessarily put him out there like you know what I'm saying, you know him, you know him. But he doing his thing, right? Now he kind of doing like a civilian thing, like me. I'm out here, I, I, you know, I'm living a civilian life. But still, like, when it comes to like the police, I still don't mess with like I, I can't like the police are not somebody I feel like I call because of my political ties. Because of the way honestly the way I'm like I'm raised, the people that I'm around, bro, that's it's not cool. Right? No matter like if I consider myself living the civilian life at this point. So if I go to, you know what I'm saying, like your standard white dude, typical white dude, Asian person, anything, what they gonna do, something pop off, call the police. We can't do that. So to bring this all back. Like I said, amongst each other, I'm starting to see it. So, I'm not, like I said, I don't want to discredit the strides that we are making. You know what I mean? Like, within the culture of trying to acknowledge, saying what's up, giving a nod, chunking the deuces, whatever it is to kind of push it forward. But we need to get a lot better at it. We need to get this trust thing down packed because with so much stuff going on, who going to look out for us other than us? Now... I'm not going to touch on black women and black women without having black women around. Like, I don't feel like that would be right. Plus, I would like them to share more of their experience and their perspective on it because they're really looking from inside out versus outside in. But on black men, black women, like, can we hit the reset? Like, we need to hit the reset. Because honestly, like, I just keep running through this. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... At what point are we all accountable for tomorrow and today? You know what I mean? Like, when you listen to this, because I forget, I'm recording this actually at night. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what day, you know. But when do we start being accountable, not like for our own personal life and then as a community and as a group? Because our issues are not just facing us individually, they're affecting us as a group. 
I mean, like our society, we got societal problems within this, right? So we need to hit the reset because honestly, it starts from within the home, and it starts from like how we interact in society, bro. How we gonna respect? How we gonna expect people to respect us if it looks like we don't even respect one another? You know what I mean? And just to bring this one back. So I am, like, again, for my audio listeners, I am doing a video one, so as I'm doing this, I'm kind of thinking, uh, but this is how I want to put this. All right, so let's go back. Now, I could be wrong on this, but some of our problems and how we see each other in, let's say, like, some of our, the arguments and stuff that we've been arguing for years, you could go back to the days that we were P.O.W., you know what I'm saying? We were prisoners of war, bro. When we were trapped in bondage or whatever, right? And even after, so you get free free men and free women, right? Of color. During the women's suffrage movement, you have, again, these free black women kind of joining that participating party. And the reason why I know this is because one of the classes I had to represent Frederick Douglass, whose case was, right now, we don't necessarily like women, okay, y'all got y'all problems, but y'all problems are really because you're black, not because you're a woman, right? Like, and we were trying like that, what do you, well, I even say we, but what he was trying to fight for was the right, if I'm not mistaken, for men to even, not just to vote, but become citizens or become more legal in that status, and the woman felt left behind. If you look at it, it's, it sounds familiar, right? So, that's kind of one of the earliest known things that I can at least attest to in the States, right? Then you got everything that's going on during those periods, period, right? The the inhumane treatment that we receive. And the one thing <clears throat> is that you kind of get, and I got this from post-traumatic slave syndrome um, first and then somebody else, it was that you could pass on certain genes that are like the way that you, like the, the stuff that you go through in life affects the genes that you pass on. So we were constantly living in fear and torture of the genes that we pass on basically based off of survival instincts and stuff like that okay we have periods of time that's why i said i don't like that whole thing that we don't we don't work together we don't come together because we do get something like the Harlem renaissance the new negroes um even the civil rights movements the black panthers and all these different things to where men and women have been on the forefront for our struggle just like we have been on the forefront of our struggle, right? But that often gets overlooked. Another thing that happens is a couple things that happen. We look at welfare, right? Welfare, in my opinion, you know what I mean, was designed to destroy at least. It was destroyed. I would say, to be realistic, it was actually designed to destroy, I think, mostly uh, just low-income families in general. We could get into eugenics and stuff like that on a different one and I think that's where that stuff stemmed from and it's just because like especially in the black community where it was more beneficial for a single black mom to just raise her kid on her own than to have the father in the household because I think if I'm not mistaken if the father was in the household they and he worked they made too much or something like that so literally designed to destroy our community within itself alright the women's movement I do believe in the whole fairness thing. I do. But we need to fight, like, we need to fight our monster on instead of spreading out. It's kind of like the divide and conquer thing. 
Like, let us tackle our issues as a group and, like, like first and then go into that. That's where I'm going to leave that one. You get crack cocaine, right? That area. So even if your parents wasn't on crack or anything like that, it still affects you. It affected us. I ain't going to say Because what it does is it, exp- like, it exposes back then, just like it exposes us now, to I think when you want to talk low frequency, you know what I'm saying? You know, people say you got to vibrate at a higher frequency or something. That's low frequency to the max from what we've seen. And then you put money on top of that, right? You put all these different little factors. So that affects the relations within themselves. All right. But we're here today, right? And that's the problem. Again, when is it enough? Or when is enough enough? And then when do we all become accountable for tomorrow and today? For the rest of today and tomorrow to make these things better between one another. So what I did was I asked a couple people, you know, because I'm screwed up and I'm actually read just to kind of skim through it. So I, I went out and reached a couple of people on my thing just to ask them, like, hey, how can we make it better? Or what are, what are some of the problems and stuff like that? And, like, I mean, my bad for this kind of, this kind of, like, pause in a, in a thing. Because, like I said, I, I, honestly, I'm probably not going to edit this like this. I just want this to be, I want y'all kind of to feel me on this one. Plus, like I said, I think if I was to edit this, I'd probably get into, like, that old trying to make this perfect. And I know this is going to be as perfect as it can be. Um, but let me see. I know communication was once one. And trust. And then... <laughs> The young girl, she was like, uh, that she feel like the generation, like, well, like, I think it was, she said from 1955 to 65, did a shabby job at instilling unity in this. When I talk to people from generations, they all remember a time of sharing with strangers and stuff like that. So, again, like I said, that could kind of be broken up to me until, like, the crack era phase. Uh, 1965, like, I think that's right before the women's movement. Then we going through the civil rights thing and a bunch of other See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't necessarily want to say that. Like, and that's not to go against our argument. Remember, I told you I'm on tangents and stuff like that. But if we're talking about communication, ah, oh, bro, hold on. Let me say. Then my partner asked my bro. He said that his is kind of like the women I want to be uh, be submissive. You know what I'm saying? They want to be dominated, dominant in a relationship and stuff like that. Which kind of could go back into communication, trust, and all that stuff. So, can I start this part off by just saying, can we not be real to each other so we can heal each other? You know what I mean? Can we be real with each other so we can heal each other? And what that goes about, like that whole accountability thing, like, we come to a point where I know that we got our issues. Like, we fighting the same struggle. But different, kind of like I said, I feel like different issues, different things. And, like, we got to kind of sometimes acknowledge that with one and each other, right? So, speaking from a man perspective sometimes, like, I know me personally, like, I think I did touch on that too. Where I feel like if I talk to a, 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 you know what I'm saying, a black woman or something like that, sometimes they test me, right? Like, and they'll be highly aggressive. But what I noticed for one part about it is, is that... It may have something to do with my skin tone being how bright I am that I remind them of somebody who's probably made fun of them or something like that. 
I got this talking to another partner where he was just saying that, you know, what he thinks that a lot of things boil down to is, or the two places he like to, to go look at is accountability and then the environment in which they came in. So at the same time, I, I, like when he put that on me, it's pretty much something like this. In a household full of, like say, women, and potentially with the male in there too, if they discredited certain kind of males or certain kind of features or something like that and raised the children to do the same, then that's, you know what I'm saying, you gotta kind of trace it back to that. Um, so when it comes to the dominant, like the dominant thing, and I do think that women, like women sometimes, like when I hear the word submissive, I think it's a misinterpretation. I think ultimately, I feel like everybody submits in one way or form to make it work. Because at the end of the day, like who's going to take, you know what I'm saying, who's taking lead? Like you can't really have two leaders. And I think when we think of submissive, it's the women take it as if, that, oh shit, like I have to do what he says and you know what I mean? Pretty much become a servant or a slave. That is not what being submissive is, right? And I think that's where the misunderstanding comes. And to put it more into it, like when I say our struggle, you know, like our overall struggle is the same. But it, my baby mom's a PLC and I do want to say that too. Like, and I'm gonna probably touch more on this when I talk about like the women's perspective on some stuff from my, my perspective on the women's perspective. You know, like, I would tell her this, because after a while, when things got bad, it was like, i go outside, you know what I'm saying, maybe go to work to get disrespected, and then come home to be disrespected. What do I need to be here for? You know what I mean? Like, so put that on top of it. As a black male, some of our problems is we got to worry about coming home at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? There's a chance that I might not even make it home at the end of the day, because police brutality, I could be mistaken and go to prison, I could be shot and killed by my own people, it's different factors like that, um, what else, the whole masculinity, like, like I said, I come from an era where we didn't talk about emotions, we didn't deal with stuff like that, I didn't really grow up seeing too many good relationships in general, like, but I'm not gonna use that as an excuse for why, you know what I'm saying, like, a full excuse of how I ended my relationship with him, you know what I mean, or anything like that. From the other side, in the perspective of a woman, because I kind of want to touch on this before I forget, so you may see me go back and forth on this. From the woman, and I, before I even step there, I took a psychology class, all right, and this is 07, so me to go back to the resources, it's going to be hard, but I took a woman's psychology class back in 07, and the teacher, a white woman really said this, no lie, they said, like, if they were to rank in how our society works, it goes... White males, black males, white female, other ethnic groups, di- disabled people, black women. So if there was a totem pole, black women are literally at the bottom under disabled people as far as treatment goes, right? This is what I'm learning in a psychology class. No, no, right? no bullshit, no cap, no nothing. But this is what I'm getting in a psychology class. And this is 07, so mind you, this is 2021, all right? Like how many years ago that was? One of the things that I often heard or hear is that the black woman is probably the most unprotected species, you know, known to man. So with that, that's why I say like, we all got the same struggle, but we looking at it. So the black woman may come home, but yet 
there's a chance that she may not too. Matter of fact, and that is crazy that I brought that up because I think that is something that we overlook is the kidnapping, the rapings, and the stuff like that, and people still just murdering and women and stuff like that in general. So we do actually got most of the same struggle, but we're looking at it from a different lens over being almost selfish in the way that we see it, and we don't want to sit there and go, hey, you know what? This is a commonality between us two. Let's talk about it. Let's see how we can heal from it. Let's see how we can make this better. And then especially when we say I'm protected, you got to remember, I'm not saying like black males are getting raped too, but don't talk about it. But then that goes into, we all know probably, like I forget, what's the, the statistics for black women how they get raped, but we know that somebody who's done it is probably a family member or a family friend, right? And on top of that, it's probably known within the family, but instead they don't want to be, it doesn't want to be addressed. And I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, my folks at the mindset, they touched on that a little bit in one of theirs. Again, dope. And that's, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you have that, my bad. Like, I'm going to black out because I, I wanted to talk about something else. I'm about to give them a real ass shout out real quick. You need to go into something. So you get that on top of the fact that the images, right? So black features are always involved, but the black woman's not, all right? Black women features are involved, but the black woman is not. I mean, black man swag is involved, but the black man is not. Again, common traits that we have together, but we often overlook over selfish and don't want to sit there and say this is a commonality. But I mean, from this fact, that black woman... I think now it's kind of cool to see that they doing the big chops, going back to natural, doing those kind of things. But remember, they was getting their shit burning and all that kind of stuff, burning their scalp. And then the funny part about it is being told that God is all perfect and makes no mistakes, but yet y'all features is a mistake. Yep, as black men, sometimes what we often do is when we see these same features that our black women have, on a different race, we like to praise the other race, and I'm not saying every black man does that, and I'm not saying every black woman has those features that we have, but what I am saying, from whether we was talking about, like, box breaks, big lips, big ass, you know what I'm saying, like, there's some women, like, that we attribute white women who have big titties and stuff like that, all stuff, but you know what I'm saying, some black women that stack, it's cool, the simple fact that, you know, you got to do saying they want better dark-skinned women, especially celebrity killing Putting that shit out there in the open. Sometimes it's better to shut the fuck up than uh, sit there and say something like that. You know what I mean? Especially on wax, bro. Like, some stuff we need to kind of dead and stop putting that out there. I know that you, okay, your preference is your preference. Like I said, I'm going to keep it a book. I'm not, like, bro, I hate BLC in my mama. Like I said, my baby mama's not black. You know what I mean? And that does something to me. Like I said, that did mess with me too when I had my daughter. For the simple fact that the, the young lady that I got, you know what I'm saying, I had an abortion with. Happen to be black, you know what I'm saying? And if you know me, you know, like, bro, I'm for the people. Like, I don't care what nobody says. Uh, oh, tap into something else. All right, before I forget why this conversation came up. So, I seen a, a meme, it was a picture of Childish Gambino, aka Donald Glover, with his wife, and I assume child. And it, I forgot the nature of the thing, but it pretty much said something like something to the extent of women see him and man called him a weirdo but yet when they see him with a white woman they get offended or something like that right and alright that is a that is a like an intricate point to keep going off and keep this conversation going cause on one hand right 
look what you just said. Like, it's getting common in our in our community. Or it's been common. If you call somebody that kind of didn't act somewhat hood or didn't talk the talk or something like that, you would say that was weird. Call them a other. Call them whitewash. Call them all these different things. So, yet, you ostracize him and push him out of society. But yet, when he goes to another race that accepts him or accepts him, I had to do air quotation for those who are just listening. We get upset and want to, like, oh, man, he ain't real and stuff like that. All right. On the dating side, it goes, black women, you guys call him a weirdo or all these different things and don't date him because of that fact. But if he becomes a celebrity, now he's attractive, so it may be the money. But I think part of that goes with something that we need to talk about is the, the definition of what we see as protection, being that I feel like black women, the reason why they wouldn't date somebody like that is because they feel like that kind of person is not going to be able to protect them. Right, so instead, what do they go to? They run to the thug, they run to the whatever. Who really, in my eyes, most of the time, some of the niggas ain't like everybody who look like that or talk like that really be about that life. But they seem like they'll probably be able to protect themselves more than anything. Right? It's kind of like the kid who was getting shoved in a video by the white dude. You know what I mean? He would be that other. Like, we'll probably see him and really just like I'm glad that we seen him out on a protest on the forefront and get pulling up. But are we talking about potential mating? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Then, the reverse and how this stuff comes about too, like from the women looking at the men. It is kind of like odd that, like I said, you can't judge it off this picture, but it brings up the topic of when you see a black man with another race, right? It's almost as if sometimes they'd be more proud to be seen in public, more affectionate, more over the top, more human or humane to the other thing and it could go about because again like I said that that connotation of oh I could be softer with her she be, because she's submissive and stuff like that and I had to ask my father when we was talking about this how accountable are the men for the way that women act today right for the simple fact if you look at my my era mind you I'm in my 30s like I remember being young and the way that some of how some of us treated the women. So now this young woman who even may have felt like she was an adult at the time or grown because like we got that that young mentality where we think we're grown due to age. And now this now I discarded this young woman and she didn't talk about it or she did, but then she also put herself on the line to be treated the same way by another young chump who didn't know what he was doing or mature enough to understand the responsibility that he had to his people, to himself, and to this young lady. Because that's, now I'm older, I understand, like, I ain't perfect at it, and I still got something, I'm still understanding, but y'all can get what I mean, like I said, I have to be accountable now. So, you got this scarred woman, or scarred young girl, who only developed to become a scarred woman, and then keeps the cycle going. So, in one sense, women, are you guys being aggressive because you feel like you have to be because you feel like you're not protected, right? Is it a defense mechanism because you're, like, trying to heal them scar wounds? Right? And then, what? you know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask you, what did it take to be submissive and stuff like that? I'm actually trying to, I'm, I'm getting close to trying to wrap this up. Like I said, I just wanted to get this one off my chest, uh, but I ain't done yet. Right? And then, on the male perspective, too, ladies, I feel like What's going down is some of y'all kind of got to 
Yeah, I gotta remember too. Like I said, if you look at from my era, like I, don't, I can't really speak on a certain age group of today. I think out there, man, I want to say probably like 93, 94, 94 and below, man. I don't know, maybe then. It's just I think they're more in tune with being like not necessarily emotions, but with their emotion, dealing with people on an interpersonal level and stuff like that versus my generation and my group. So keep that in mind, like when we dealing, plus again, the stuff that we've seen over, like I, if you look at all the factors that I played part in, and then seeing the independent women, like women, and that's like I said, man, this shit is crazy, bro. Like I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up real soon, man, and I hate to do it like in this fashion, I think my computer did that too, but uh, to do it in this fashion to where it doesn't sound like I got my thoughts together and anything like that. But this is a topic that's so touchy, or not even touchy, it's just, it would be better for me to have a dialect and, and I really break down these layers. But women, at what point does being independent get in the way of progress in community? Men, at what point do you take accountability for the way these women have to do? Because I, like, I'm, I'll be thinking like women, are you guys expecting us to leave? So that's why you don't want to be submissive because you feel like you're going to be on, on your own anyway and have to fend for yourself and defend yourself. And then men, in reciprocation, you just feel like, okay, because I'm getting this way, she's not the one anyway. And, and it, to, to ease the pain and make life simple, is it easier to go to the other races or do something like that anyway? I mean, I'm going to leave, I'm actually leave on that one. Like I said, this is probably going to be one of the ones where we're going to talk again. But uh, I, I put this out there. I, mean, I don't know if I might even call this a free stuff. But I'm going to listen to it again. But thank y'all for listening. I'll see y'all off the rip. If y'all, like I said, remember, like, subscribe, follow. Emails always and thing if y'all want to tap in. I'm about to put this shit on the ground. So you know how that go. Y'all can definitely respond. I can't wait to hear this. Again, sorry for this one not being as structured as the other ones. Like I said, I couldn't edit this if I wanted to, but I'm not, because I want y'all, like I said, as I'm feeling this, I just want y'all to see what, like, the thought process and see me trying to unpackage this. And then again, it's off the rip, man. Boom. Oh.